welcome back to the Global Venturing Review Podcast, taking you through some of the biggest stories in the corporate venturing space. I'm Fernando Moncada, and halfway through this first month of the new year, we will be going through some of the more notable stories from the past week, starting with a few food-related stories. Internet and gaming group Tencent led a funding round for Flipdish, the Ireland-based developer of a customer experience software platform sized at approximately $100 million. It highlights the steady digitalization of the hospitality industry. The round values the company at $1.25 billion, and the proceeds will be used to expand globally and ramp up research and development. Flipdish provides white-label technology for hospitality businesses like restaurants, focused on developing tools in areas such as QR code-based order and payment, online ordering, and self-service for food brands. In a market increasingly saturated with food ordering aggregators and delivery specialists, services like Flipdishes looks to provide an alternative that lets restaurant owners create their own online ordering capabilities in-house. The COVID-19 pandemic obviously had a huge impact on the hospitality industry, but has also accelerated the rise of digital, automated, and contactless functionality as a reaction to social distancing, becoming an important factor in attracting customers during the recovery. Elsewhere, local food delivery service provider Delivery Hero has sold $150 million worth of shares in Colombia-based delivery service Rappi, a delivery app that operates across 250 cities in nine countries in Latin America, delivering groceries, medicine, and consumer electronics in addition to food. The company has said that the divestment took place over a series of transactions and it has retained a 7.9% stake in Rappi on a fully diluted basis worth over $400 million based on the $5.25 billion valuation for its $500 million Series F round in July 2021. Delivery Hero said that the $150 million is close to the total amount of capital that it has invested in Rappi to date. The online food delivery market has been thriving in Latin America in recent years, particularly since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic caused a spike in demand, growing by more than 30% between 2019 and 2020, according to Statista. Rappi became the largest player in the region after internet and telecommunications group SoftBank invested a total of $1 billion, $500 million each, from its Vision Fund and Innovation Fund in early 2019. Delivery Hero made its initial investment in Rappi as part of a 2016 Series B round, sized at $52 million. Having previously grown its presence in the region, buying another Latin American food delivery platform, the Uruguay-based Pedidos Ya, in 2014. Delivery Hero subsequently acquired the Latin American operations of Spain-based on-demand delivery app Glovo for up to $271 million in September 2020 and sold a controlling stake in its Colombia-based subsidiary Domicilios.com to Brazil-based rival iFood five months earlier. Meanwhile, SoftBank's Vision Fund 2 has invested $100 million in UK-based meal kit subscription service Gusto with a combination of new and secondary share purchases at a valuation of $1.75 billion. The company has also obtained $50 million in debt financing from financial services firms Barclays and HSBC. Gusto provides a subscription service that delivers kits complete with chef-prepared recipes and precise ingredients needed to prepare each meal, with a focus on healthier eating, with input from fitness coach Joe Wicks. The deal comes amid shifts in consumer attitudes towards convenience and their eating habits. Meal kit services have become popular for over a decade as consumers, particularly among the younger demographics, have shown a higher appetite for a happy medium between grocery shopping and ordering takeaway. The sector has also experienced tailwinds from the COVID-19 pandemic, particularly during lockdown times when restaurants and eateries were shut down. According to Grandview Research, the meal kit delivery market is forecasted to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 13% between 2021 and 2028. 
Pharmaceutical firm Roche invested $290 million in U.S.-based cancer detection technology developer Freenome, whose platform combines molecular biology and machine learning to detect cancer in the early stages through a routine blood draw. The investment comes roughly a month after Freenome announced a $300 million Series D round, featuring a host of corporates including Internet and Technology Group Alphabet's GV subsidiary, healthcare providers Kaiser Permanente and Intermountain Healthcare, as well as pharmaceutical firms Novartis and Roche, though its latest investment is separate from the Series D. The company's initial product is a blood test for colorectal cancer screening that is in the final stages of enrollment for a prospective registrational study. It is also expanding its technology into other forms of cancer, beginning with pancreatic cancer. Roche, too, already provides cancer detection products for a range of cancers through its Roche Diagnostics subsidiary. Elsewhere, commercial property developer Majestic Realty took part in a $100 million Series C round for U.S.-based footfall data software provider Placer AI, bringing its overall funding to $166 million and valuing the company at $1 billion. It is the latest investment by a property developer in the building analytics space. The round was led by technology entrepreneur Josh Buckley and also featured media holding company WonderCo, MMC Technology Ventures, Fifth Wall Ventures, Array Ventures, and assorted other private investors. Placer Software, which is used by commercial real estate operators like Majestic, as well as in the retail and hospitality sectors, uses big data to gain insight into footfall in commercial properties, helping them better understand customer interaction. The company's technology fits into a wider space concentrating on building analytics as advances in data software and the Internet of Things means building operators can increase efficiency and cut costs. Other strategic investors like JLL have also been investing in similar technology. Austria-based online tutoring service provider GoStudent has closed a $340 million Series D round led by Internet Group Process at a $3.4 billion valuation. Internet and gaming group Tencent took part in the round, along with telecommunications firms Deutsche Telekom and SoftBank, the latter through its Vision 2 fund, while Dragoneer, Leftlane Capital, and Kotu Management also took part. GoStudent has built a one-on-one video lesson marketplace focusing on mathematics, physics, and English for young learners, and intends to use the funding to expand its services into the United States, Europe, and Asia. It won't, however, be expanding into India, where local rivals have an established presence, or into China, where other companies in the space have been banned from making profit, going public, or raising funds. Columbia headquartered hardware marketplace Tool, which has a B2B stock management and invoicing app that helps hardware stores digitalize their businesses and sell hardware and building materials, has secured $181 million in Series B funding, from investors including SoftBank's Latin America Fund as construction technology continues to prosper in Latin America. Venture capital firm 8VC led the round, which also featured Avenir Growth Capital, Co2 Management, Tiger Global Management, Monashies, Lightrock, Foundamental, Vine Ventures, Marathon Labs, and H2O Venture Partners. The round reportedly valued the company at $800 million and took its overall funding to almost $210 million since its founding in early 2020. The company has existing partnerships with important construction material suppliers in the region, including Herdau, ArcelorMittal, Ternium, Sika, Wavin, Henkel, Philips Asa Abloy, Bosch, DeVault, Milwaukee, and Semex. Malaysia-based automotive marketplace operator Carsum received $290 million in Series E funding from investors including conglomerates Gokongwe Group, Sunway, and YTL Group as the online used car market blooms. Qatar Investment Authority, 65 Equity Partners, and Seatown Private Capital Master Fund, the latter two of which are linked to Singaporean government-backed Temasek Holdings, co-led the round, which valued the company at $1.7 billion post-money. 
Semiconductor manufacturer MediaTek and mobile carrier Taiwan Mobile also took part in the round. Carsum's e-commerce platform lets users buy and sell secondhand vehicles, managing 100,000 transactions a year across Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, and Singapore. This latest round reportedly makes it the highest-value tech group in Malaysia, and it intends to go public in the U.S. later this year. Media company The New York Times has agreed to purchase U.S. headquarters online sports media platform The Athletic, which oversees a subscription-based online platform covering a range of sports and has 1.2 million subscribers in a $555 million deal that allows media group Bertelsmann and mass media company Comcast to exit. The transaction, which was profitable for the exiting companies, marked a contrast with the fortunes of the previous wave of digital media companies, which focus on a free-to-read business model and have seen their valuations decline in recent years. There is not thought to be a significant overlap between The Athletics and The New York Times subscribers, with The Athletics more widely distributed than those of its parent company. The Athletic will continue to be run independently and the newsrooms will not cross over. Other subscription-based digital media companies like Substack, whose model involves it hiring online writers with existing followings and paying them to release newsletters, have also been growing strongly recently. And finally, Japan-based electrical equipment manufacturer Mitsubishi Electric launched the $43.7 million ME Innovation Fund with venture capital firm Global Brain. The announcement came two days before the 101st anniversary of Mitsubishi Electric, a subsidiary of conglomerate Mitsubishi Group, which provides electric and electronic products, including household appliances, air conditioners, lifts, factory automation equipment, semiconductors, and satellites. ME Innovation Fund is set to operate for a decade and will back entrepreneurs focusing on digitalization and sustainability innovation technologies. That's it from me this week. You can catch our full coverage at globalventuring.com. And if this is your first time tuning into GVR, don't forget to subscribe. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Reviews are also always helpful, so do give one if you can. I have been Fernando Moncada. Our sound engineer is Mark Chatterley from In-Ear Production, whose work you can check out at inearproduction.com. And our intro music is by Kevin McLeod and a Creative Commons license. We'll be back next Monday as usual. Until then, have a great week.